Get ready to quit the build. The QTB crew is rounding up all the gaming news and hot topics of the week with a little extra something. And here are your hosts, Bruno and Nick. What it do? Welcome to a special mini episode of the QTB podcast. I'm Bruno, and with me, as always, is my childhood friend and co-host, Nick. It's Ubisoft, not Ubisoft. What it do? <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not going to back down from that. You know, yep, I don't know. I'll, I'll hold the other position. Yeah, you know, I think what what it was is, um, you know, I I am Catholic, and there's that song. Um, they they do all the time called Ubi Caritas. Oh, it's a yeah. really common song, right? Yeah. And it's, it's got that Ubi everyone's, eye. Everyone's and, favorite. And, and every time I hear that song, I always think of Classic. Ubisoft. Like, ah. you know, I want to sing like an Ubisoft version of the of the of the song. So that that's probably why. That's what it is. Well, that's yeah. that's the that's a freebie for an Easter egg for the next <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla DC oh. DLC, which segue because that's something that was uh shown, right? Yeah. Like we're we have a lot to unpack. Let's so just dive I'll, right yeah, in. Let's man. let's get to it. What's up? Yeah. So here's what's going on. Today we're gonna be going into yeah, the the Ubisoft uh forward. Uh, event and of course also the devolver digital event and even of course we're going to go into uh, the very uh, kind of mixed bag but i got some exciting stuff out of it the gearbox uh, recap uh, okay. for their event as well you know e3 a lot to do i mean we're only what on, on day two now yeah. i'm already exhausted man there's so much to get to but we're going to keep this train rolling because i mean tomorrow there's going to be even bigger announcements from xbox yeah, Bethesda, oh, square enix oh That's my goodness be a good so, one. i'm excited yeah. for that what a weekend, man. What a weekend for video games. I love it. I'm, I'm so glad E3's We've back. We've needed yeah, this. We've needed we did. it. <laughs> yeah. So let's really dive right this. in. So what? let's start with what Ubisoft does, didn't have, right? Okay. Everybody was waiting for that big Splinter Cell announcement. We didn't quite get it. They yeah. did throw a little bit of a nod saying, hey, it's an anniversary for Ghost yeah. Recon. Yeah, you know, I saw you that. Might, you know, stay tuned for more, but I'm pretty sure they're going to lead with their strongest stuff, right? So I don't think that we're going to get that big splinter cell reveal that we were hoping for. That's kind of mm. a bummer, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, like we, like we talked about before, it looks like they've, they've, they realized some of the mechanics that they can kind of shift to and from different games. And that's what I really saw from, from mm -hmm. Ubisoft here. That was what was really uh, on display with this was sure. the fact that they, they, you know, they've said, listen, we realize that we have these mechanics that, that players love. Let's use those mechanics in a new setting with something like rainbow six extraction. There you or, go. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, that's one of the big ones. Another one, you know, I'll touch on briefly um was the riders republic yeah and that you know gave me steep vibes right so exactly. they're yeah. obviously pulling from the mechanics and the the foundation of other games and they're and they're taking this to new new ips and, and extended ips so i'm excited it, it looks it looks really good let's dive in nick what about yeah. what about rainbow six extraction oh my goodness so yeah we knew about this game that it was coming for a while that they were going to do this kind of pve offshoot of of rainbow six siege because yeah. the, the franchise is just so successful rainbow six has never been in a better place and rainbow six siege i mean it, it's been adopted as an esport um it's getting all sorts of cross-platform compatibility so pretty soon you'll be able to play this game on pretty much any platform you can think of. Amazon yeah. Luna, Google Stadia, PC, any any console you can think of. And with some cross-play, not total cross-play. 
But this game just keeps getting bigger year and year and year, uh, year after year that it, that it goes by. They've really honed into, like you said, what the players want. Oh, yeah. And yeah, rather than try and reinvent the wheel, why not take those those characters that people are, are really enjoying? There's a, a big cosplay scene around Rainbow Six Siege operators um, because there's so much character and, and, and personality behind them, right? And, yeah. and so, yeah, we're, we're getting this, we got this kind of deep dive reveal of, of what this game was going to look like. And of course, it's going to follow kind of that, that, that trope of an alien invasion, right? You have the, you know, the, yep. the black goo everywhere that's the kind of <laughs> signifying where they're at. The gameplay itself kind of seemed to be more of a stealth style gameplay, which really yeah. is, I think, I think, I think uh, indicative of what Rainbow Six Siege is. You don't go in guns blazing. It's very tactical. Yeah. Every move that you make is very calculated, but now you're, you're going up with other people. I think three people max. Uh, against this alien PVE threat. And that's great because Rainbow Six Siege is a really cool game, but it's intimidating. There's definitely a skill ceiling there that you have to ascend to. Yeah, Because definitely. despite all the different classes and all that, you have to really understand the way the game is meant to play. It kind of gives off some Counter-Strike vibes, but now with like destructible scenery, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Nick, so here's the thing. You know, I go in there and I feel like everyone has these awesome guns. They're in there. They're just... Bam, 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 bam. You know, and I'm sitting wow. here just like. <laughs> it's not working. What, I'm no. just like throwing stuff damage. and it doesn't no damage whatsoever. So yeah. maybe I didn't get the DLC bullets proper for, for oh. uh, mm-hmm. you know, for, for competitive gameplay. But this right. looks really interesting. And I know I have a lot of friends who are big into Rainbow Six and they're going to love, love this extension of the, which is you know it's an entirely new game here but yeah. it, it just looks it, it's that's what we want from games right we want to take the things that we love and the mechanics that we love and see them in new settings and and not everything we have to reinvent the wheel we don't have to like branch off and do all these you know crazy things and be like well now we've got to you know change the bullets in this game yeah. and it's like no 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 keep the same stuff just put zombies in there and let them run around <laughs> Sounds That's good it. to me. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? Like we said, why reinvent the wheel? Yep. You've got the systems. You've got it all. And and yeah, people wanted something new. And we like like I said, we've known something like this was coming. Not necessarily as its own thing, uh, but this is very exciting. I mean, the gameplay itself wasn't exactly all that engaging. I wasn't like blown away by what I saw, but I'm definitely excited to hop into it and at least yeah. see what it's all about. You know. But Bruno. A lot more uh, from Ubisoft, and I gotta say, this is one that I didn't expect. But uh, and, and since we're both musicians, we can definitely appreciate what they're going for here. Oh yeah, and that is the announcement of Rocksmith Plus. Now, yes, let me let me preface this because um, when I first bought a an electric guitar, this is back in like 2014, 2015. You sounded like Re- this. Yes, immediately. Ooh. <laughs> That's not that's not even a guitar. Um, at least that part wasn't. But you know, I bought this like you know cheap like Target electric guitar for like under a hundred bucks, and I got what I paid for, frankly. But the the reason why I bought it, Bruno, was because Rocksmith 2014 was a thing, ah. and that was the last game I think they made in the Rocksmith franchise before it just kind of fell by the wayside. They kept releasing DLC, and it was great because you you had the USB plug-in to your uh, it was my Xbox 360. Yeah. You take that headphone jack and you put you know plug it into your guitar where the amp would go. Um and it would, you know, it would pick up the chords that you're playing and you could hear them on screen. It became the, the game itself kind of became an amp. That's and it would cool. know what notes you were playing and so you could play like 
there was like a, like a, like a house of the dead style game where you had to play like chords to kill zombies. It was oh, a nice. lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Really underrated. And the actual game mode, like you could learn song, like there was licensed music. Um, and it was a great way to learn how to play. I kind of dropped the ball with it and then lost interest. But at the same time, I'm really excited to see that Rocksmith is coming back in a big way. So yeah. this version of it is going to be, um, you know, they're, they're calling it a platform for users to just kind of develop their guitar playing skills, yep. calling it an interactive music learning app. You can use your phone as a microphone now. That's a big one. You don't need that extra peripheral. You can yeah. just yeah, have, they put your phone near any instrument. It could be an acoustic guitar. It could be an electric guitar. And it's going to be able to hear those chords and hopefully has good enough recognition that you can improve your skills. Yeah. I, I'm really excited to see this one. What did you think? I mean, definitely. As somebody who has always been interested in you know, learning different different instruments, this is so approachable for people, right? Like, you know, I, so many people complained about Guitar Hero and Rock Band that, oh, it's it's not a real guitar and it's not a real <laughs> instrument. And then here you go, yep. you've got this, and I don't see where those gamers are, right? Like, or I don't see right. where those, you know. So hopefully, this really, uh, this really tickles that uh, itch uh, that that musicians mm -hmm. have for for video game crossovers and something like this. And it, it just, it really is. It looks very approachable. It doesn't look like I'm going to be intimidated. And with more apps along, you know, along the way, teaching people how to do DIY, essentially, you know, just yeah. do it yourself. It, we're going to see, we're going to see more things like this. I mean, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for Drumsmith. I'm ready for that to come out. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I want, I got my I drum mean, set behind me. I'm let, let's go. <laughs> yeah. To the dismay of, uh, of neighborhood, uh, <laughs> yep. neighborhood patrols everywhere, you know? Yeah. Homeward yep. association is getting calls everywhere. are going to be getting yeah. calls. Yeah. Don't release Drumsmith. <laughs> oh my gosh, Bruno. Well, you know, outside of the music realm, well, really while we're in the music realm, of course, just dance 2022, that's not surprising anybody, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, it, it's pretty much a, a, an established formula. You're not doing anything out of the ordinary. There was the the addition of uh, Todrick Hall, who's putting uh, one of his uh, absolute bangers of a song. Yeah, um, I on. It. I mean, it, I was I was bopping, dude. Yep, I was <laughs> with uh, original lyrics for Just Dance. I mean, Just Dance is in a great place right now. I don't know if you know this. They have um, in Just Dance, they have like a almost like a like a, a Game Pass style thing Ooh. where it's like a couple bucks. I like think it's like like two, three or four bucks a month, and okay. it gives you access to pretty much the entire like life history of just dance tracks. Like you name it, it's there. So wow. you can go all the way back to older ones. Yeah. And I mean, it, when I, when I first tried it, they, they gave you a free demo um, for like a month. It was hundreds and hundreds of songs, like with the video choreography and everything where if you're a just dance fan, I mean, you can get so much value out of these games because they just carry it over each year with the songs that came yeah. the year before. I don't know if they get all of them, but at least the vast majority. So just the dance, ones you know, that everyone's, yeah. you know, bopping to, right? The ones that everybody's I mean, vibing to. They're like, the, yeah, let's grab the ones we they can get afford. <laughs> <laughs> that too, yeah. Well, let's also be honest, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, so now we ha do have to talk about, of course, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We mm -hmm. saw, you know, they're going to be uh, some some future game updates, new game modes. They were saying, you know, the the sales for Valhalla are have just been absolutely, you know, through the roof. There's been a lot of success with it. That's great. Um, we're seeing there's going to be that new uh, Siege of Paris uh, edition, the expansion that's coming soon. Yeah, um, that will uh, include a new map and, of course, you know all all the little things that come that come with DLC. Have you uh, dived into Valhalla at all? No, that's one of the few Assassin's Creeds that I haven't gotten into lately. But this actually looks 
really, really good. I mean, it doesn't even recognize, it doesn't even, you know, look like an Assassin's Creed game at this point. It looks like yeah. something similar to The Witcher or something like, you know, I don't know. What, what is that? What was that Japanese game that came out for the PS4? Everyone was Sekiro. Uh, Sekiro, yeah, Shadows. Yeah, Night yeah, yeah. Kind of. Well, Ghost of Tsushima was the PS exclusive. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Well, mm -hmm. it, it kind of gives me those vibes too. Like it, it just mm -hmm. looks beautiful. It really yeah. does. So, uh, this is something that I, I well, first of all, I'm glad to see that Ubisoft is taking this approach with games, right? Where they're saying, you know what, we don't need to, we don't need to come out with a new game every year a new title let's just add some content to the games that we have yeah. players want that we've been screaming for that for years and it helps extend the life of a game that you have not only for for the gamer but for the de developers too right like yeah. you know you don't have to sit there and be like okay we're not gonna work on a new assassin's creed from the ground up here we go again mm -hmm. boys <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah and of course now we now got a little more information about far cry 6 in the form of that that cinematic um that kind of showed off the villain right anson i think his name is oh um, yeah in this this faux cuba and definitely you know kind of set the tone for how he was gonna be i really enjoyed that little sneak peek it's always good because the far cry series and they talked about this in, in with the developer you know discussion afterwards it, it's all about the villains no one cares about the the protagonist for the most part like it's all yeah. about these just these these crazy you know cult so leaders true. from previous games right and just how absurd they are and they have these followings with them and the kind of how their rise to power is documented. I mean, the, pr the protagonist for Grand Theft Auto 3 never spoke once. Like <laughs> right. he, was, he just <laughs> never had any speaking lines. And yeah. so, yeah, the stoic, the stoic uh, hero is very much a part of gaming. You know, it's yeah. you. And, and so it, it really is about the villains. It looks good. It's definitely something I'm interested in playing mainly mm -hmm. for the fact that i get to shoot out a cd gun that plays the macarena that is <laughs> that is obviously what what's on everyone's radar for that um yeah. nick did you get a chance to check out riders republic like, i did i mean come on man <sighs> I, I i've talked so many times to you uh, on the on and off the show about how much i love steve we, we played that yeah. game together you yeah. me and brad and i mean i i i actually went back to that game, Bruno, and did a 100% clear. All of oh, it. Wow. I, got, I got every achievement. I did all the DLC because I was just having so much fun with the game. I really I understood the vibe they were going for. And this kind of takes it to the extreme, right? This game is yeah. really colorful. And it's oh, yeah. not just snow sports, right? You're getting the hang gliding. You're getting some mountain biking. Um, it, it really kind of seems like the spiritual successor to Steep, I think. Definitely. And it, it, as I was watching it, I was like, are they going to add like skateboarding? What about skateboarding? And then I saw about a minute in they're in this, like what looks like a skate park snow park. And the, I guess the physics of the game allow them to keep moving in a way that it doesn't seem like I'm going to miss the not having a skateboard aspect right. to this that the, the snow yeah yeah it's the snowboarding portion is going to be enough and then not only that adding in that like first person bike where he's like you know mountain biking down the this huge mm -hmm. mountain narrowly uh, weaving in and out of trees i mean that right there is intense in and of itself and we're not even camping nick okay this is just, <laughs> and not only and. that, 
they one more thing, right? Yeah. They have uh they have transform races, which is something that uh Grand Theft Auto introduced, at least to my knowledge, the first I'd yeah. ever seen of it. And it was mm -hmm. basically where you would transform mid-race into a different vehicle. So you've got these guys that are that are racing around on bikes and then they go off a jump and transform into yeah. the wing gliding suit, and now you're wing gliding, you know, racing through the air. And it, it just looks awesome. So much fun. I definitely have this ready. It's on my wish list. Like, gotta have this one. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. Oh, this is a this is gonna be a must-have. Yeah. I'm 100 percent right there with you. I mean, I, this is the kind of thing that I just love. I love games like this because I know I can just hop right in and just have fun like right away. There's no exactly. waiting, there's no guesswork, there's no narrative uh, yep. that I need set up. Just get me in there and let's have some fun. I know the Crew 2, which is also uh, released by Ubisoft, um, is had that similar transform race style, um, yeah. which is actually previewed in this as well with uh, some extra content. Where yeah, you can transition between boats and cars and that kind of thing mid-race, and it just makes for these crazy combinations of courses that you couldn't make otherwise. So to take that out of the, the, the motorsports realm and into the extreme sports realm, I am really excited to see what yeah. they do with this. So yeah, I'm with you all the way. And man, just overall, I think, you know, I, I think it was a good showing from Ubisoft. Like I said, it would have been nice to get that big splinter cell reveal, but if it's not ready, it's not ready. Or yeah. if they're not even working on it, who really knows for sure. But like I said, at the very end there, they did say like, Hey, you know, there is the anniversary coming up. Um, so we're, we, we got something planned, but they just didn't have it ready, at least at this exact moment. So maybe something else coming. We'll, we'll see. Also kind of some TV shows here and there. You got to see that little sizzle reel for uh, season two of Mythic Quest I've been telling you about. Yeah, okay. So I saw that. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, that was that was kind of the interesting reveal, right, for Ubisoft was the fact that they are doing a lot of these TV shows. And then what yeah. pops up in the something, the movies, I'm like, okay, they're doing a, what is this, an Avatar game? So yeah. a, a cinematic trailer for the new Avatar game is what closed out uh, the Ubisoft showcase and, and it, it looked amazing. It was, it's, it's empowered by the snowdrop engine, which we've seen before. Yeah. Um, and it's just a really, really powerful, um, a graphics engine that basically makes avatar come to life. Like only something, mm -hmm. um, with that powerful could do really. I mean, what right. was your take on this? I mean, first of all, did the world really ask for an avatar game? Was that something that we needed? <laughs> i mean i don't know right we know that the next avatar game is on its way um it's just you know that i guess they most likely they're planning to have it line up with the cinematic release of that game yeah. is, is the best i can come up with mm, okay um so i guess I mean, give it some time and we'll see but i mean and this is a very much a cross-platform release but the game looks beautiful i yeah. just you know, I look at 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 the at the the footage that was shown that fo that first look trailer, and it says there's these gorgeous, lush, you know, open environments, and people jumping off cliffs and that kind of thing. And I've been like, hmm, when in the past have I seen a reveal trailer like this <laughs> that wowed people? And in the fi the finished product was nothing like it, right? Mm, yeah, well, that yeah. that uh, you know, unfortunately, that has been a um, you know, a staple of Ubisoft games, a lot of, yep. so a lot of the Tom Clancy games that we've seen in the past, like the division, um, and even watchdogs were 
grossly exaggerated mm -hmm. in the E3 trailers. So yeah. yeah, understandable, obviously, when you're trying to pitch an idea. But uh, yeah, this definitely seems like a cinematic. I didn't mm -hmm. necessarily see any in-game footage or what looked like yeah. in-game footage. Right. Um, so it will be interesting to see how this comes about and what the story is here. Like what, why are we doing this? You know, I mean, obviously yeah. there's the old avatar adage, but like, what's the new story of this protagonist? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, what are we, you know, what, why am I here? Why am I invested in this? And so <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I love the premise. I love the idea. There's lots of lore here to, to yeah. kind of grab one too. Um, mm -hmm. But um, yeah, well, well, I guess we'll see as time, time goes on. I mean, look at Avatar, right? They, what, you know, I think what uh, the Avengers uh, movie, pa the Endgame movie passed them in the, as, as the being the all-time, you know, highest grossing movie. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll just do a re-release of it. And yeah. they did. And now Avatar, once again, is the highest grossing film. So, I mean, James Cameron's universe there still only has one movie to its name. Uh, and there's very much a, a need for that lore to be fleshed out because I think people that were fans of it that really got into it and, like, were learning the languages and that kind of thing really got burned because there's just been nothing ever since. I mean, absolutely yeah. nothing. Um, so I think we need it. I think we need the movie, but I think a game certainly wouldn't hurt. So let's, let's see what they got, right? You so, heard yeah. it. Well, Bruno, we've got uh, some other uh, directs to get to here. But first, of course, thanks as always to our sponsor, Pierce Unlimited. For marketing media that works and bespoke design to power your business, visit pierceunlimited.com. Bruno. We... Oh, nice. That's appropriate because they were showing that actually in the Ubisoft thing was a Brawlhalla. They had the yes. uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja oh. Turtles. They're making cameos everywhere. They are. And I'm yeah. really hoping to see them in, in Fortnite or, or something like that. But for those of you who have not checked out Brawlhalla, which I hadn't before this, it's a free to play game that oh. looks like a, a Super Smash you yeah. know, like a Super Smash Brothers, like platform fighter, yeah. uh, just albeit 2D cartoon style. And mm -hmm. it looked amazing. I was like, okay, definitely going to check this out. It's free to play. I don't have to, you know, invest anything. I, Rayman is already a character in the game, Nick. I mean, so we're yeah. seeing some deep pools here. Like, you know, yeah. we saw rabbits with Mario's Mario and the Ubisoft stuff. So, I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're deep. They're digging deep. <laughs> I got to say something, though, man. For all the Rayman fans out there, I, I moment of silence for you guys because oh. I mean they have been there hasn't been a new Rayman game in years. I mean it's been a long time or any like news of it happening. It seems like they're clinging onto the Rabbids, which is a spinoff of the of the Rayman series. Yeah. Of course, with that announcement of, of the, the the sequel to uh, Rayman and uh, Mario Rabbids, whatever that was, Kingdom Battle um, that was shown. It, it is a shame because like Rayman deserves it, man. Like it, yeah. He, he, the, cameos the games you know he really found his, his rhythm with games like rayman legends so you know hopefully we do get something but let's let's get into what actually did get revealed bruno and head on over to the gearbox side of things okay, okay. now uh, let's just get this out of the way now yes the movie is coming you know when you have these types of presentations i get it what they want to put that for our uh, for our viewers oh i'm listeners. sorry the borderlands movie the yes. borderlands movie ha yeah. yeah jack black is claptrap jack black claptrap Clap One back. of our better title names, yeah. <laughs> episode titles, <laughs> Jack Black Claptrap. Yep. But yeah, um, you know, and yeah, I mean, this is a star-studded movie, right? Clay, uh, Kate Blanchett as uh, Lilith. Um, you got uh, Kevin Hart as Roland. Yeah. Um, among others. And yeah, so, I mean, a, a large portion of their 
uh, presentation was just kind of a behind the scenes thing. Kind of cringy. I mean, there's only so much you can do with the behind the scenes stuff. I get it. Yeah. They wanted to talk to people and be like, here's what it's about. But they really couldn't show much, right? All the all the previews were blacked out. They had certain images blurred in the actual uh, video of, I guess, people that were in costume. But it's great that it's coming, and it's great because I think that if, if this is a, a critical success, that it is going to bring in a lot of people into that world that may have missed it otherwise. And they made that clear in the video. They're like, hey, you know, if you have someone that's not maybe into gaming and but likes these kind of movies, like bring them out. We'll get them into Borderlands for you. I like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's good to a, know yeah. that you've got a good, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like, when you've got a good story, that's what you're you're going to present, right? You've yeah. got great characters and a great story. Let's hope that this star-studded cast will be one of the, you know, Mortal Kombats of our era and not one of the Super Mario Brothers of our right. era. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I said, it just keeps coming back up. It does. Well, into the actual games, Bruno. Uh, Homeworld 3, if you weren't a fan of the original games and the last one came out in 2002, then you may not really. Wow. And they, I think they kind of knew that with the production, uh, with, with the presentation, because they just kind of gave little snippets here and there. <laughs> it was the first uh, RTS real-time strategy game to feature a, a 3D axis. Um, okay. So it was very much ahead of its time, especially for the original game that came out in the late 90s. Um, but we don't have really any other details about that game, Bruno. But this is the game that blew me away. I was so excited for it. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Tiny okay. Tina. Yeah. Tell them about it. Okay. So this is kind of a, a spinoff of Borderlands. And yeah. it's based entirely, and I love this, because if something's working, go with it. Yeah. It's flesh it out. Yep. This is based on a really popular DLC from Borderlands 2. Okay? okay. It was called Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. And it kind of took Borderlands into, you know, a, a from a sci-fi post-apocalyptic setting to this kind of fantasy realm, you know, for a mm -hmm. short time. There were, you know, D&D &D jokes in there, that kind oh, of thing. Nice. And so they, since it was so successful, and this is smart, they said, why not make it into its own spin-off game? And so that's essentially what's going to be happening here is it's going to have, you know, classic fantasy tropes, um, these new characters that are voiced by a lot of big names, right? Yeah. Had, like Andy Samberg, among Ooh. others, that were announced as like the who will voice these characters. We didn't hear anything from them. I think it's very early in production. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's going to come out in early 2022. Oh, and it features um, uh, Butt Stallion, the uh, the unicorn uh, that from that handsome Jack talks about in Borderlands 2. Oh, he named, he named that I unicorn well, butt stallion. Listen, listen yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly that reference, but <laughs> now I want to know all about <laughs> it. You said it. You had me at butt stallion. Nick. Yeah. You had me in Butt Stallion. So Butts, well, tell him about Butt Stallion. He's just a magical <laughs> unicorn. And, and and he's kind of like a... Butt like a, like a I see it right there. Right. Butt Stallion. Yeah. yeah, there he is. He's there a he magical is. unicorn. And That's he all shoots laser beams out, yeah. of his, out of his horn. What, right. do you, what more do you need to know? Exactly. Why is he called Butt Stallion? Don't think about it. Okay? Doesn't matter. Right. Does, yeah, exactly. Don't, don't think about these <laughs> things. It's just but yeah, it's great because this game um, is not going to require really any knowledge of like the Borderlands universe. So if if you're into that fantasy style, but maybe not that, like I said, that sci-fi style of Borderlands, you're going to be right at home with this. Um, it's got that meta kind of style humor to it. Um, Love and that. Just laughs galore. So I am all about it. I will definitely be checking this title out. Uh, aside from that, Bruno, you know, I didn't really see a whole lot. Like I said, that that movie kind of sneak peek 
really took up most of their time. There was uh, Tribes of Midgard that honestly just kind of, to me personally, seemed like another dime a dozen, like top-down Diablo style, you know, go around with your friends and beat stuff up, you know, collect resources, that kind yeah. of thing. I didn't really see a whole lot there. Um, and of course, Godfall is, um, uh, they're getting an expansion called Fire and Darkness. Godfall, you know, it came out on PS5. It's getting uh, a... Uh, release on PS4. It it got okay reviews. I yeah, think. Yeah, well, they, that's the thing. That's what I heard. Yeah. They couldn't sell it, or they couldn't get people to play on PS5, so they're releasing it for PS4. And we've talked about this before, Nick. There aren't enough players on PS5. It might be the fastest selling console of all time, but there's only like a handful of people, scalpers, who actually have this inventory. Millions of dollars yeah. worth of, of PlayStation 5s are literally sitting in the hands of scalpers and not at the hands of people. So yeah. I think this is the perfect example of mm -hmm. that. Like we're never going to know those, those inside numbers, but this right here proves that basically they don't have enough people on PS five to justify a, a PS five exclusive, right? Yeah. Like unless it's, it's a big name thing like Spider-Man or, you know, something like that. But mm -hmm. these smaller names, they're going to have to port to PS four until more people get, you know, these next gen consoles. It's so unusual. Like this is such an anomaly in like the way that just the gaming industry functions and you can just <laughs> yeah. see the fallout of not only the pandemic but also this ongoing semiconductor chip shortage, right? Yep. right? That it's making it very hard. You're right. Like the stats of oh, it's the fastest selling or you know, there here's how it's outperforming other consoles. It doesn't matter if it's not in the hands of the people that want to play it. And exactly. it's so crazy. Like I I've never I can't think of any other example of a new generation coming out, you know, a blockbuster game comes out for it, and then they're like, oh, wait, <laughs> nobody, nobody can get it, so we have to go back a generation, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, kind of a womp womp, but at the same time, it's, it's definitely a win because, you know, it, 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 all you have to do is just port it backwards, you know, and, and, yeah. and you know, cut, cut, I'm, not, I'm not saying I know how complicated something like that would be, but at the very least, like, you know, okay, well, we can get this thing on PS4, and probably sell a heck of a lot more copies. So, and it's good that yeah. it's going to coincide with this expansion because, like I said, even if it was just on PS5 or on PS4 as is, the game didn't get the greatest reviews. So, I think it'll help that we're getting, uh, you know, a, a substantial amount of new content. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, you know, and that that kind of sums up really the entire, uh, you know, presentation for for Gearbox. And look, you know, not every every developer, every publisher is going to come out there just swinging with these yeah, AAA I mean, things. It's yeah, just great sure. to see them having their own sections, you know, to Definitely. talk about what's going on. Yeah, I mean, that's the point of E3, right? Like, you know, you, you obviously, you know, wait, wait anxiously for the, for the big reveals and we're going to get those, but yeah. Uh, it's the small games too that you play in between that sometimes don't get enough uh, don't get enough love and that's what we're here yeah. to do showcase a little bit about what's what's out there and, and what you can expect and what you should look forward to because there are mm -hmm. quite a bit of things coming through here and man Nick I mean it's only what is it day two really so yeah <laughs> I mean the I, mean, I mean I'm not trying to say these guys are small potatoes but like when you talk about what what's coming tomorrow I mean it's just it, it's mind blowing like it's there's so much to get hyped about. I'm really looking forward to it. But yeah, Bruno, Devolver is the other big publisher yep. that, you know, we want to dive into. And I got to tell you, 
I've seen these presentations from Devolver before, but this is kind of the first one that, as as now a member of the media, um, <laughs> with my pass and all, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I watch from start to finish, and man, I, I get what they're going for with this kind of, like, meta humor of, like, poking fun at, like, the corporate nature of these events, but yeah. the actual, you know, the presentation, yeah, of course, there's, like, an ongoing narrative, right, of this character named uh, Nina Struthers, who's been developed by Devolver to, like, handle press events. But, like, it it, it kind of has, like, these almost, like, like like uncomfortable moments. Like, they'll flash certain things. Yeah, of, like, violent moments or, like, there's blood out of nowhere. And it's just, <laughs> like, this is how they operate, and I totally get it. Um, but at the same time, and I, I know it's popular with some people, it kind of comes off as cringy to me. I like yeah. I, there was so many moments where I was watching it with my wife and I just kind of wanted to fast forward through it because I'm just like, this isn't getting anything done. I just want to know what games you guys have. Yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of part of it, right? There's some showmanship factors um, to E3 where you can't just show games, um, which personally I think shouldn't be the case. Uh, but at, at the same time, that's kind of in, in true form, right? To have those big booths and then the things that bring people in. And in this case, it's an all digital format, right? So yeah. w- were there any reveals in particular from Devolver that stood out to you? I mean, Shadow Warrior obviously looked pretty interesting. You know, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, of shooters and this kind of reminded me of doom a little bit. It kind of had that doom vibe, uh, a lot of violence. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, the lot. I mean, that's 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 all Doom is. Re, you know, really, you go for the the gory uh, kills, <laughs> whatnot. Yeah. You just like randomly pulled this guy's face out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's you know, that's one of the old school vibes about video games is that overly gory like Mortal Kombat style. Like nobody needed to have their head and spine ripped out of their body, but dang it, Scorpion <laughs> just did it. You know, and so. <laughs> Like yeah. that—that's this is if you're into that, like Devolver is gonna have that. It's definitely gonna be able to provide that for you and give you kind of that that you know really I don't know just intense uh, combat feel. So definitely mm-hmm. not for the squeamish out there. Uh, if you're uh, if you're a little <laughs> you know uh, put off by the sight of blood, maybe stick away from uh, from these uh, games. Uh, Shadow Warrior Three and uh, even Trek to Yomi was kind of. I mean, it was it was it was really <laughs> neat and and yeah, yeah. Uh, it had a great like like I said a great vibe to it. You know, it's black and white. You know, side scrolling platformer game, but it wasn't without the blood. Like we still saw that spraying mm-hmm. across the screen, and so yeah. you know, I I, I would say that uh, Quentin Tarantino would be proud. He would be very exactly. proud of these games and my wife would 100% avoid them. So Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I think to to piggyback of what you were saying, like if 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 blood and just gratuitous violence isn't your thing, you might want to just skip this whole presentation cuz Devolver <laughs> don't care. Um yeah. But yeah, you know, there was some interesting uh tidbits in there that kind of threw things for a loop like uh, Phantom Abyss which was kind of like this this kind of uh, obstacle course like set in a temple. I kind of got some like Legends of the Hidden Temple kind of vibes from that. Ooh. That looked interesting. I mean, it didn't really like make me stop and be like, oh, tell me more. Um, <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Now, I will say the title of Wizard with a Gun, that got me. Yeah. Because that, that's just a brilliant name for a game. I wasn't really wowed by what I actually saw for the gameplay, but I love the name, right? That, that, yeah, that's what you cute. want. Yeah, looks cute. I don't really know what I'm looking at, but it's definitely uh, I appreciate the different art style of any game. So, yeah, 
Uh, you know, it's, I mean, I, 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 you know, we're, we're talking about these, uh, a couple of these, you know, more graphic games, but there are some, you know, <laughs> wizard with a gun wasn't like pushing yeah. the lines of gore no, no, and no, violence. No. So, Not you know, there were other things on there that, uh, that were yeah. for more, the more tame at heart, <laughs> but you know, uh, I, I mean, just, um, uh, atmospheric is the, the the entire is the word I'm looking for here because right. each of these games have a very distinct atmosphere that you're you're in and it just they're all different but feel unique at the at the same time in terms of you know not just rehashing ideas that we've seen before so you know I mean it, like I said somebody out there is going to love it and maybe that's you our listeners so that's right know, how about it. Oh, and one game I have to mention at the they they showed it towards the end. I not because of necessarily the game itself, but their their strategy for releasing it. Demon Throttle. Okay? Oh, I thought you were going to say Tumble Time. Oh, I lo- I love that one too. That was a very <laughs> short. I thought it, I, I, I I almost skipped over that because I thought it was just like a gag commercial. But then it turns out to be a real thing of like, oh, you're playing on the toilet. You know, as you talk about all the time. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's featuring all these characters you've never heard of. <laughs> and it's like characters <laughs> from their own games. I love it. And you can turn really. real money into fake money and spend that on things. That's <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it definitely it looked like uh, an Ed and Nettie uh, cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> but I love how just, like, completely self-aware they are about, like, the just ridiculous monetization models of these free-to-play games. And of course. Like, and just they just lean into it of, like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Here's yep. exactly what everyone else is doing. Yep. Here it is. Let's see if this works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why not? Right. Um, but yeah, no, the Demon Throttle really stood out to me. So it's meant to kind of emulate that classic NES style or arcade style, like bullet hell shooter, right? Okay. That vertical scrolling, but with characters on 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 the ground, not like an aerial combat game. Um, it has some co-op uh, uh, concepts to it, but also kind of some modern things going on with it as well. The reason why I say I love what they're doing, Bruno, is the game is going to be a Nintendo Switch exclusive. Yeah. The game will not be released digitally. The only way you can get this game is to buy a physical copy. So uh-huh. not only are they making it, it looks emulate like it a made classic it come game. on a physical copy there, Nick. Yeah. I mean, it's got that old school vibe. Yeah. Like, it looks very old school as if maybe they were going to only release it on an SNES cartridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or in this case, a tiny, tiny little Switch cartridge. But yeah, yeah I love that <laughs> idea. And I, I love when developers are willing to take those kind of risks um, and publishers back it, you know, that they want to do something crazy like that. I love it. I hope that they find enough the success that they like at least break even because that yeah. is very, you know, you know that they are making less money than if they had taken that game and put it out digitally, like full stop. There's no way yeah. that that trying to say, oh, you can only get it uh, physically is going to somehow magically produce more copies in a world where you have your credit card on file with the switch and you can press one button and download it. Yeah. So I, I applaud the avant-garde nature of releasing a game that way and, and putting it right there on E3 for everyone to see. Definitely. It yeah. looks awesome. I love that old school vibe. I mean, that's, it's exactly what you want. And a two player thing at that, like this definitely has that old arcade you know, sitting on the couch with your your younger brother or your friend mm-hmm. and saying, here, you get the wonky controller. I get the good one. <laughs> you get the Mad Cats. Yeah, you get the Mad Cats. <laughs> Don't complain about it, okay? Let's yeah. just go Don't for it. Don't worry. It has a turbo button. You're going to do great, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to do great. 
<laughs> oh my goodness, Bruno. Well, I don't know how we got through all of that content in uh, in, in such a, a quick time, but that's the uh, kind of the uh, the idea behind these episodes. We're going to be releasing these mini-sodes pretty much whenever there is major content coming from E3. So tomorrow we'll be releasing our uh, takes on, you know, the the Xbox Square Enix Bethesda presentation, oh, among yeah. others. Yeah, um, really. And, and the, the hits are going to just keep on coming. This is yep. so much fun, you know, to really be in the thick of E3 and kind of share our impressions of it. And we are lining up some interviews as well with some of the booths and games that are being featured. Obviously, a lot of them are just so busy with the with the E3 shuffle. But we're going to be uh, featuring some interviews with them after yeah. E3 is over. And so it, it's great to be in the mix, right? Definitely. I am super excited about it and excited to be bringing this content to you, our listeners. You can always grab more QTB content on our website, quitthebuild.com. We have a blog section full of awesome things. You can catch our old podcast episodes there, and you can check out our community page, which has links to where wherever, wherever we're at on the internet, pretty much everywhere. TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're there. So we've we've got a really awesome just community um, and website dedicated to that community. So thank you so much for for helping us get to E3 and just bringing this awesomeness mm-hmm. to you. We're excited about tomorrow. I guess there's nothing left to do, Nick. I mean, do you have anything else left for the people? Well, I got to say thanks, as always, to our Patreon supporters like Nick hey! Nick, Epic Capture Productions, The Dudist Monk, and Indie Gamiacs. If you'd yeah, like buddy. to join their ranks and get a shout-out at the end of each and every episode, and, of course, bonus content like our QTB Nostalgia Vault and merchandise that you can't get anywhere else from the Pierce Unlimited Pop Art Vault. My Woo! goodness, Bruno, tears start at just $2 a month. Get out of here with that craziness. Get out of here. That's a low price. Yep, yeah, that's, that's what we want. Well... Nick, that is amazing. And obviously, I'm going to bring back a classic for us because we need it. We're just going to wave to the people and let them know that we'll be back tomorrow (laughs) when you're at the checkout counter and you hear the beep. Think Think of all the fun you can can have on QTV. For Nick, I'm Bruno. And for Bruno, I'm Nick. Peace out. What a deal.